Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. This is Dustin. And I'm Tim. And this is Apocalypse Now. Ta-da! We've, uh, we've survived a very shitty week here in Kansas City. It, uh, the, the winter came. Oh my god, the winter came and, uh, and left. <laughs> and then came back again. <laughs> it, was, it was like winter, and then it was spring, and then it was now winter again. Yeah. And now it's 30 degrees today, and it actually feels warmer right, than but that. I it's think just, that it's supposed to drop It's supposed to snow again tomorrow, when I saw, but um, yeah, it's, this actually is something we didn't really have last year. Yeah. Either. So this is actually, this is actually kind of the way winter is supposed to be, but it's still no yeah. fun. So, um, I, you know what, there are other places, there. the East Coast has got it worse than we do, admittedly. Mm-hmm. There are other places, uh, right. snowing in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm from Texas. Yeah. And so we don't technically have seasons. <laughs> like, it's, you, you know, warm. it's warm, and then it's scalding hot, mm-hmm. and then uh, it's uh, slightly less hot, and then it's cool and then it's warm you know yeah but like when i was a kid like you bundled up and stuff during the winter time during the winter seasons uh but when i moved here and like realized what real winter is (laughs) you know now when i go back to texas it's like uh you know where me and the kids are wandering around in like t-shirts and stuff and they're like (laughs) it's so cold i'm like it is 55 degrees (laughs) it's december and it's 55 degrees but uh yeah we watched Dead Set, so started watching Dead Set tonight. So last week we said that we are hoping that you, our listeners, will have suggestions for us mm-hmm. about things we could watch because we do this year round. Right. We, you know, there's exceptions. You know, we both go out of town, or one of us is sick, or whatever. But you know, we do The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, mm-hmm. and then there are the gaps in between those shows. We like to fill those gaps because Dustin and I require a certain amount of human interaction that does not involve right. Uh, just Dustin's being around his kids all the time uh-huh. and me not being at work all the time. And uh, so we do this. <laughs> That's really kind for, of for, sad. Yes, yeah. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah. So this week we, we, we've been talking to folks. We had some people make some suggestions online. Mm-hmm. Uh, and dead set, we decided that we would kind of uh, ease ourselves back into the zombie world by throwing ourselves back into a zombie series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Walking Dead comes back f- February 26th, February 28th, somewhere uh, uh, last somewhere, week yeah. of February, it looks like. And so we have a space to fill. And we were trying to avoid getting into a series that would require us to either watch two shows at the same time. Uh, because we tried that and we had a hard time making it work. Yeah. And so we were working at things that were maybe four or five, six episodes long. Uh, if you've been listening in the last few weeks, we've been talking about Residue, which is a three-episode series. Mm-hmm. Dead Set is a five-episode series. Right. And which will leave us one week if we're right about the right. time. Or it'll be just like right up to the edge. Yeah, so, where we might have to fill one more week before um, Walking Dead comes back. Right. 
So in any event, um, this is what we're doing for the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. It is Dead Set. And if you're not familiar with Dead Set, uh, basically, there is a very, very popular show that you may or may not have heard of, or may or may not have watched, called Big Brother. Yes. You've probably heard about it, I'm I've, sure. I've, I've, I've heard Inklings. I've, I've, uh, um, I've, I've heard rumblings. It is like a 21 or 22 or 20, it's been on the air for like almost 25 years. Right. Well, that's even just in America. Right. And it's been, it's much, much bigger in Europe. Right. And it's actually huge around the world, actually. There's a Big Brother, just about every major TV market in the world, mm -hmm. uh, there's a big version of Big Brother. It's been incredibly popular format. And... It's a relatively simple format. Basically, you take a bunch of people, you put them into a house. Right. They don't get along. You right. film them constantly. Mm -hmm. Yes, twenty four hours a day. There are there are challenge, like their daily challenges that they have to perform, mm -hmm. and then those daily challenges are edited together for a weekly television show. Mm -hmm. That's like an hour, an hour and a half long. Uh, but you can go on the Big Brother website for whatever country you're in and watch them basically all the time. Right. And then vote off, like, like certain people are put up for elimination, and then, you know, you vote them off, and, like, it's a big to-do, right? Well, and, you know, it's started in, in Britain, and it's huge there. It didn't start in Britain. It started, like, in the Netherlands or Okay, or whatever. Like Who cares? So, but anyway, it's, yeah, it's huge yeah. in England. It's yes. absolutely huge. There's a scene in the episode tonight where you see, like, this, these giant crowds standing outside waiting for, like, the announcement of someone to kick off the show. Uh -huh. And this is a thing that happens. Right. Now, there are plenty of, of reality TV shows in the U.S. Mm -hmm. that have big followings. But it's not the same kind of thing. Um, I do not watch much reality television. I have... I watch a little bit. Like, um, I'm from the generation where Real World was really huge. Oh, yeah. And so I watched Real World until it became ridiculous. Like, yeah. when they started, because at first, like, Real World was, you know, what happens when you put seven strangers in the house mm -hmm. and stop being polite and start being real. So right. there weren't really, like, activities that they had to do or no. or anything like that. They just did it. They just were, you know, going about their daily lives in this house. But when they started, like, okay, well, this season, everybody's going to be working at the same company. Right, and, like, yeah. I was like, oh, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, I watch RuPaul's Drag Race, mm -hmm. and I watch that with the children. Right. And they love it. Uh, they love it, Tim. Like, Wasn't, um, there, there was a, I saw on Facebook that you were, that they, you caught the kids watching some reality TV show and you were not happy? Oh, today when I woke up, uh, came downstairs, and the girls were down here watching "Say Yes to the Dress." Okay, that's the one, yeah. And uh, "Say Yes to the Dress" is fine. Like, I mean, it's stupid. The premise is, you know, just like the dumbest of dumb and dumb land. You know, <laughs> like you know, three. You come to the dress shop and you put on dresses, and your family doesn't like them except the one that they do like, and that's the one you get. And isn't that called? Wedding dress shopping? Yeah, it's wedding dress shopping, except works. it's a TV show. But we're watching it on, and it's on TLC. And right. last time I watched TLC uh, was, oh gosh, nine years ago? You mean maybe? back when it was still the Learning Channel? Yeah, maybe. Like, I remember watching John and Kate Plus 8 oh, God. on okay. that before it went, before they went crazy. Uh, maybe I do watch a little more reality TV, or I used to. I don't watch a lot anymore. 
I, I guess you to watch a lot of it. Anyway, so, um, so yes, the dress is on, and I'm like, ah, rampant materialism. Sure. And yeah. insane. These women are all, like, crazy, and their mothers are all bitches. Like, mm-hmm. like the main conflict on Say Yes to the Dress is that this fragile woman who is in the process of planning a wedding shows up, like, comes out in this beautiful gown that she loves, and her mother calls her ass fat. That happens every single episode at least once. I don't, I don't, I don't need to watch this. Uh, so no, it's bad. So anyway, we're watching it, and uh, the commercials come on, and it's the shows that are on TLC now. Right. And they are My 600 Pound Life mm. and Sister Wives mm. and Seeking Sister Wives mm-hmm. and and my, my Big Fat Fabulous Life, which is about fat women who are sure. having a fabulous life, I assume. One would think, based uh, on the time. In, And I was just, like, really disgusted by just the, the uh, sheer glut of manipulative reality television. TLC was the learning channel. I remember. Okay, so I will now tell you, with the exception of... I used to go to our friend Paul's apartment uh, back when he lived in downtown Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And I would occasionally watch Kitchen Nightmares ah. when, I would, when I'd go over there. Because he watched that. But that's the only time I ever saw... We Kitchen watched Nightmares. cooking think, shows. Like the kids... Saw, yeah. I think, I think we saw a couple over at your place, at your uh-huh. old place, too. I have... Uh, I am of the generation. I am 47, mm. which means I saw The Real World Season 1, and I was in college when that happened. And we watched Real World Season 1, and we went, this is rather entertaining. And then uh, we saw the first season, uh, first season of Survivor. We went, this is off, awfully entertaining. And Real World Season 2 came out, and we went, we've already seen this. The faces are different, but we've already seen this. This is boring. Mm-hmm. Season Survivor, season two of Survivor came out. And we're like, we already saw this, and that was it. We there was like four or five of us who were we were like riveted to the real world and riveted to Survivor, mm-hmm. and then we're like, they're making more. Mm-hmm. Why? What are you gonna do with it? Just change the people? That sounds boring. And we were done. Yeah. So that was that was kind of me in reality TV. So my my reference point for Big Brother and other shows like it, I don't have the you know, gigantic fan of these shows and these personalities and the, you know, and the whole thing. So it's it's almost this this foreign land. <laughs> Even yeah. though, you know, there's been there's been all these different shows about reality TV, and there's all these different you know, there's been books written about it, and there's there's there've been TV shows about making reality TV, uh-huh. you know, uh, fictionalized versions of it. Uh, so I have a context for it, but I there's this, there's this... Uh, we have a friend who works yeah, on oh, yeah. television. Uh, yeah, we definitely do. And I think he produces one of the six hundred pound shows. I think he does. In fact, he uh, um, I think that's one of the reasons that 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 he and our friend Sharon went down. Uh, was it Tulsa? It's, um, Atlanta. Atlanta. That's right. They went down to Atlanta because they were working on a show that needed help, and that's what he does. He goes and he makes reality shows better. Which it somebody has to. Yeah. So I am not a reality show TV guy. No. But I'm, we watch. I, I I've, like the kids like the cooking shows, mm-hmm. and the, the competition, the cooking competition shows. Right, yeah. But they've kind of figured out the the like the the way that Chopped works. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, there's four people, and you know if the you know they're gonna kick off 
all but three, and it's the woman is either the second or the third to go, and <laughs> you know, like she's figured it out. Right, and, there's uh, a formula. Right. Then Trinaya this weekend discovered the house flipping shows. Oh God, yeah. Uh-huh. Where they buy a house and they do a thing to it, and you know. Yeah, well, at the gym they have they constantly have the house remodeling shows, like the, with the twin brothers mm-hmm. and the guy and the girl who go out and they. Oh yeah. You know, and they come to the house and they tear it apart and they make it so it supposedly looks and better. And the people come in and they're like, oh my god, I can't believe you're not And it's like, okay, wow, you know, that's, that's a very expensive process. Why would you buy a house that needed that much work? I don't understand. It doesn't make like... any sense to me. So I think we have established that we are not necessarily the most... Right. Well, no. Reality. We are fairly jaundiced when it comes to reality yeah. TV. And I think one part of it is is the fact that we're aware... That reality TV is mostly staged, right? And I've actually I've actually filmed on a reality TV show before, and I can you know, but it's yeah it. For those of you who are listening who are not aware that reality TV is edited severely to make things to tell a story to make uh-huh. a narrative out of something, I have news, it is right. Uh, it's fiction, folks, but uh, Dead Set is set in the world of Big Brother, right? And so for, for this is a British series, and so, so for British audiences, they are, the folks who are watching this are going to be very familiar with this cast and crew. You can find the show on Netflix, mm-hmm. and uh, get it on, on DVD, and I think you can get uh, digital I watched it on well. YouTube before. Uh, and the, basically, the, it's, it would be the equivalent of like, um, The Voice, or something, yeah. you know, it's like basically... You would be so familiar with these people everywhere, so you could think you can dance or whatever it yeah. is, or uh, America's top, uh, America's top model or whatever. The... <laughs> America's top brain surgeon. <laughs> there we go. So basically, but it's the actual Doctor Feinbaum. Your patient died this week. <laughs> <laughs> You're eliminated. <laughs> you do, we do have to warn you. It is British television has a different attitude about swearing mm. and violence in American TV. Um, British television does not show as much violence as American TV, right. but they will save it up and they'll use it, uh, right? Very and, graphically. Sometimes. And in 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 the British shows, they're like the British broadcasting company is like the thing. Like yeah. it is all the TV. Like there are different channels. Well, okay, but so so there's there's there is commercial television in. In the UK, there is independent television in the UK. The BBC is the dominant force right. in British television. But in terms of the language of the show, be aware that right off the bat, you're going to very, very quickly go, oh, they uh-huh. swear a lot in the show. They're not happy. And uh, for those of you who are not aware, British swearing is much more fun than American mm-hmm. swearing. And a lot of words that you would never, ever use over here, or if you did, people would look at you and say, how dare you? Yeah. They use, like, every other word. Mm-hmm. So, it is, and I'm, you know, if you grew up, well, if you grew up on PBS, Masterpiece Theater, mm-hmm. you know, if you got, if you watched, you know. Yeah, Bicker of Dibley. You know, there's a lot of these shows. Where I this, watched, I watched AbFab for the first time on, on PBS. Of course. And, like, you know, 10, 10.30 on a Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Stay up after after reading the Bible. <laughs> watch Abfab and you you dream of a day, Tim. Mm-hmm. You dream of a day when when maybe that could be some semblance of your life, but it never comes. 
By the time you're an adult, you realize, oh, that is completely ever. I'm. I am not Idina. I am not Patsy. I am Safi. But you can drink like them. That is an achievable goal. You mm. could do it. No, I'm. I'm so Safi. It's not even funny. <laughs> so basically, the premise of the show is that it's a Big Brother season, mm. and you've got the people inside the 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 Big the Brother house. house. It's now, elimination night. Right, and. You've got both sides. You both see the people inside the house. You see the care, the, the the participants in Big Brother, and then you see the production crew outside. Mm-hmm. And there's a production manager, uh, and he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those guys you can tell just by his mustache. Yeah, he has the I am an asshole mustache. Right. It, do not ever grow your mustache like this. You know, it's mm-hmm. one where it's like it grows out and then it's down to the sides, and it has mm-hmm. nothing. It's not yeah. a beard. It's, no, it's not a goatee. It's not. It's it's not even a good Fu Manchu, which is what they used to call him. Right. Uh, it just looks stupid. Uh, but he's a terrible, terrible person. And there's a PA who, uh, I think her name is Kelly. 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 And basically, you, you really get, it's, most of it's told from Kelly's point of view. Yeah. You get flashes around and, and it's uh, her going through and sort of being bow briefed by yeah, the and producer it's, guy. It's just a day at the office because, like, she's having trouble with her boyfriend. She she kind of accidentally slept with a coworker last right, night, yeah. and you know she's trying to decide if she wants to like make it up, like fix her relationship, or like keep having sex with this coworker. <laughs> like she's making some decisions about her life and while fetching coffee. Yeah, and... while fetching coffee and having to go buy Nicorette. Now, it's also a reunion night, so you're mm-hmm. getting a whole bunch of the Big Brother cast, and they actually get a bunch of the big people who actually were on Big Brother mm-hmm. to come back and do this. Uh, and so you've got this waiting room full of all these people that if yeah. you're a Big Brother fan, you would recognize all these Yeah, folks. and then the actual host of, De- of Big Brother in, in the UK, Davina, right. is in the show, and... You know, apparently they did it on the Big Brother set. So they had, they had. Uh, I looked this up. The 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 house itself was built somewhere else because they were actually filming this at the same time the actual Big Brother season was going on. And but when they are expelling this girl, this this the, one of the, the character who actually gets expelled from from the Big Brother house, Pippa. Pippa. They send her out onto a stage. They're actually filming her expulsion. The exterior of that is filmed was filmed on a real expulsion night mm. um, for the that season of Big Brother. So uh, the crowds were real mm-hmm. for that scene. It was actually the real viewers of the show. Because this is a show where people gather in giant crowds right. on big screens. Well, and not only that, but like Davina, the host of Big Brother, is there. And yeah. like they're doing the whole thing. And They filmed all of, apparently I looked this up, all, they filmed all of her stuff in a day. Ah, cool. So including all of her zombie. Oh, spoiler alert. So while while this is all going on, while they're trying to do all the moving pieces with the people inside the house mm-hmm. and bringing together the people from it's, outside, it's, this is one of my favorite things that they sometimes do in, in zombie stuff. I'm not even going to lie to you. Yeah, like the there, everybody is working really hard to get their this show done, and there's people all over the place. And in the background is another television sh- station playing right. the news about a riot that is happening. Yeah, like little flashes of like. You know, quarantine zone expanded. Yeah, and you well, know, well, the producers looking at this and going, he's worried about them. You know, preempting getting, him for the news. Yeah, because this, this is supposed to be a big night, a big ratings nights for them. This mm-hmm. is, you know, this is how they make their money. And it's like, you know, they're going to cut us off. 
mm-hmm. and they got somebody coming in saying our numbers are down because you know, they because all this stuff is voted on by the audience right so they're calling in live yeah and it's like our numbers are really down we have we have a result but right you know he goes all oh, this all this stuff going on and they're all worried about these things Meanwhile, Kelly's boyfriend keeps calling her, and, like, he's driving in from wherever, whatever podunk town that they lived in before Kelly decided to go and work in TV, and uh, he, you know, sees this family on the side of the road, Mm -hmm. and so he decides to stop and help them. Meanwhile, there's another, I guess, another PA. Yeah, another PA has gone to go pick up Pippa's mother. Right. Uh, Because Pippa's getting kicked out of the show, so they go to get her mother because it's, like, you know, one of those things you do. But it's, they've been delayed, and they've mm-hmm. been delayed because there's stuff going on. With... They can't, she calls in, and she's like, I can't get into the city. There's all these blockades set up. Right. And they're driving around trying to get And she's there. getting no sympathy from her from, from the terrible asshole producer. Yeah, and he's like, you should have been here three hours ago. I don't want to hear your excuses. Stop right. saying yes. Yes. <laughs> so they they pull up, and there's a, or they see a car down the side of the road, and they're wondering what's going on. They're being driven. There's a, there's a driver right. in the car, and he stops and gets out. And goes around the side of the car, where there's a guy eating a guy, and he's like, "Oh this no, is bad." And then we cut back to you know, it's basically it's actually cut really pretty slickly. Yeah, all this stuff is going on, and uh, the the PA who picked up Pippa's mother, they somehow get the driver back in the car after he's attacked by the zombie, and she drives him back. He's bleeding, and they're afraid, and. So, so they're like, well, let's drive him back to the studio because there's a doctor there who can help him. Right. Well, about the time they get to the studio, he has died and he has a super, it's super fast reanimation zombies. Right. And these are fast zombies. By yes. The so he reanimates and kills both of them, but now they're back at the studio. So there's three zombies there. And then the security guard comes up. Yeah. He's like, the car stopped and he's yeah. like, What's, nobody's getting out. And he goes over. And, and now there's four zombies. And uh, so all of this happens. It starts raining. And and uh, all of these zombies converge into this crowd of people that are there for the expulsion ceremony. And so it's all this chaos going on, aside from the chaos of the show. Right. So there's a delay. So the people inside who are paying attention to... What they're seeing on the news, if they're not paying attention to the monitor, the Big Brother monitors itself, mm-hmm. so they're not paying attention to what's happening with these things. Kind of, you know, the, they have no idea they're this building is being overrun by the undead, right? And um, until the the PA that Kelly slept with goes out to go get Nicorette, right? Because sleazy boss guy ran out with Nicorette. And so he goes out to get the Nicorette and runs into one of the PAs who's eating a dude. And uh, he like gets, you do when you're a zombie. Yeah, he gets bitten, or he gets chased back into the building right. by by her, and then gets bitten in like the production offices. And so now the zombies are actually inside the building, and it just goes exponential from there. Yeah, so basically, you, you watch yeah. the control room get run over. You watch the you know the asshole producer basically it's like I I just have to outrun you that's his whole philosophy <laughs> yeah. and so he's slamming doors in the faces of like his you it's, know yeah his, his staff, staff and, and pushing people in wheelchairs into zombies and like so it's just so that he can actually you know as long as they don't right. get me he holds up in the bathroom right uh, meanwhile Davina the 
the show, like the host of the show, she gets bitten. Right. By a zombie. And Kelly is actually in with another PA. Like, I guess PAs on these shows just all they do is have sex with each other. Well, okay. My experience as as a PA on uh, the two television shows I've worked on uh-huh. were not like that. I just want I just would just like to say very clearly, I, I didn't get to do that. Yeah, and that's okay. So she is talking to this other girl, and they're being catty at each other. And then that dude comes in and uh, and, and he, bites her. He bites the other girl. He <laughs> and not Kelly. Kelly. Kelly makes it. Kelly's like, what's going on? And she's like, I don't need to be in this room. And <laughs> she goes into another room, which doesn't have another exit. But she locks, the, she blocks the door, and she locks the door. Uh-huh. And he's banging on the door. Meanwhile, and, all the people in the Big Brother house are just like dancing and having a party. And of and... course, they were happy to get Pippa off. Yeah, because they didn't like her. Right. Well, okay. So the one of the interesting things about this show, if you did not have a sense, somehow you'd missed the manufactured nature of the conflicts inside the house. Once things start to be weird for the Mm -hmm. folks inside the house, while they're still acting terrible to each other, it shifts a bit. Yeah. Um, So, so of course, they're used to being taped all the time. They're used to having an alarm waking them up in the morning and all these things. And little things aren't happening. Like, the alarms don't go off in the morning. Right. And And they're they're, like, stomping in and being like, I want some eggs and... You know, I can't believe you did this, and blah, 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 and like... So the breakdown of this house, I suppose we should go through the breakdown of this oh, house. Oh, right. There's, there's the kind of the, the... There's, what, two blonde girls. Pippa was one of them. Right. And Pippa was kind of the vacuous... The dumb one. She yeah. asked, the first thing Pippa says, like, she's sitting there with the, this guy, okay, so there's Pippa, mm-hmm. and she's dumb. Right. She real dumb. She wants to know if there's if there's bones in, in your toes. toes. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she needs to know if there's yeah. She that, wants to know if there's bones. That's in all toes. you need to know about Pippa. <laughs> <laughs> and and the producer hates her voice. Like oh, yeah. hates her voice because she's, you know, she's Scottish, and she's vacuous. Like like so many of these things, you're looking at combining personalities that are meant to not get along. Right. And so you pick people like this. And so there's there's her, and then there's the the guy that she's having that conversation about bones with, who is this sort of Gordon, sort of pretentious. Yeah. Uh, television is television is terrible. And, and yeah. I can either be part of the problem, or I could work from from within. And I've, so I've come on this show, and if I could just change one mind, one right. mind, it'll all be worth it. And that's when Pippa asks, if "Yeah, there's bones in your toes." Then there's the like the really crazy um, Jersey Shore couple. The blonde right. girl with the huge knockers and like the really fake bleach blonde hair, and then the dude bro, the muscly guy, the muscly. You know, this is basically your chav and your footballer. Yeah. So this is your. Uh, these are getting very much British stereotypes of. of mm-hmm. you're, you're very. The Jersey Shore is essentially the equivalent yeah. here. Uh, there's a. Um, there's a black lady who I don't didn't get much sense of. And, right. The black lady, he's the black lady. Right. Uh, then there's the gay guy who's like every stereotype. Just like on, on American Big Brother, it's every stereotype that exists. Right. He wears women's clothes and he's super catty and, and you know, all that stuff. And then there's a the guy who's kind of over it. He's the thin guy. He's the yeah. real thin guy. He's a, kind of a working class kind yeah. of... Av- you know, I don't know if average guy, but that's kind of what the the impression is. Is there somebody else, or was Pippa the last one? Pippa was the last. One. Okay, 
So Pippa's outside the house. <laughs> and it's the guy who who the average guy is the one who like figures it out. Like there's something it's like wrong. something's wrong. Like the cameras aren't moving and like the alarm didn't go off and what, the black lady comes in and she's not wearing her microphone. Right, yeah. And he's like, "How long have you not had your microphone on?" And she's like, a long time. So nobody said anything to you about that? Right, yeah. And... So, that, I mean, because you're constantly getting instructions on the show from, in the show, the, the big brother is telling you what to do, right? Right. And none of this stuff has been happening. And they're all sort of not really registering it. And then they do. And they're like, what's going on? And it's like, oh, and Gordon's like, oh, it's just a thing they're doing. They're just yeah. trying to... You know, meanwhile, <laughs> outside... Yeah, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly has decided she cannot stay in this room. Yeah, because she fell asleep. You know, this happened... To, basically, it went from night to day, obviously. And so she slept in this room, and she gets up, and she's, like, looking around for things to you mm-hmm. know, do something with it. And she finds a giant pair of scissors. Right. And she kind of looks at him and is like... Well, she's like, I'm in England, and we don't have a lot of guns just floating around. These will do. And she opens the door, and she goes in there, and there's the guy that she just a night before was having lovely, lovely sex time with. Mm-hmm. And now he's trying to eat her. Not in the fun way. Right. And he comes for her, and she's like, oh, crap. <laughs> so so he, she survives. She, she stabs him in the head with the She scissors. stabs him a lot of places, and then in the head. Yeah. And we quickly come to realize that this is another world where zombie people don't know how to deal with zombies. Right. And it's yeah, it's a thing that kind of bothered us bothers us with the Walking Dead world uh-huh. and some other zombie stuff. But it's it's a thing you just kind of deal with. Well, I there's mean, a fine line because either you're gonna do everybody. This zombie situation, the, the the dead coming back to life to eat the living, mm-hmm. is a new thing they've never heard of. Right. So they have to figure it out as they're going along, or it's a known thing and they they have to try and use the things they know from zombie movies to survive. Right, and so you had basically it's your Shaun of the Dead versus the Walking Dead mentality right. storytelling, and there's pros and cons to both of it. Um, but then every now and again, you have to ask the question, well, what, what exists in place of zombie movies? We talked about this with the walking dead and they actually referenced, you know, they're coming to get you, Barbara. So there's a horror, there's a horror universe. I mean, they, they, there's existing horror films, Mm -hmm. this sort of weird, I don't even know what these things are. Well, let's see. People get bitten and they Mm -hmm. die and they come back from the dead. We call those zombies. Right. But whatever. So Kelly's like, okay, I just had to kill this guy. This is not cool. Mm -hmm. And she goes outside and (laughs) you said, I'm doing everything wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. Because she runs, she sees a van. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so she like runs to the van and the keys aren't in it. Right. So then she sees the van driver and he's got the keys in her hand. Mm -hmm. Or in his hand. So she runs to get those. And... (laughs) She, when she gets there, he's all rigor mortis up. So his hands right. are like clamped shut on the keys. And so she screams in frustration, mm-hmm. which brings the attention of the zombies. Right. Now, she does not know what zombies are, so therefore she's not aware that they react to sound. Right. 
But she gets the keys. Right. And she runs back to the building. And she runs back to the van, but there's already a zombie, like, there. The right. So then she turns around and runs back to the building, screaming the whole way. <laughs> yeah. Getting all of the other zombies. Again, perfectly normal reaction if you don't know. Yes. But still, yeah. Yeah. I'm so doing she... this all wrong. <laughs> I'm doing this all wrong. I don't know what I'm doing. So she gets back and she locks the gate. And so, but there's now zombies mm-hmm. aware that there's the p- people, a purple in there. A purple? <laughs> a purple? Yeah, a purple's in there. And uh, so so she goes in to the sound stage where the Big Brother is actually shot and encounters a zombie in, like, the catwalks where all the cameras are around the building. Right. Uh, Meanwhile, and... <laughs> the terrible producer. Oh, right. <laughs> Is still in his stall. Uh, there is the zombie. There's the zombie in the wheelchair. He, like Dustin said, he literally he goes into the bathroom to get into the stall, and there's a guy in a wheelchair there, and he literally grabs the guy in the wheelchair and pushes him at the zombie and dives into the stall. The zombie who ate the guy in the wheelchair is staring into the mirror, mm-hmm. kind of just bumping up against it and you know reacting kind of to his own reflection. He leaves. The guy in the wheelchair, the zombie in the wheelchair, uh, no longer knows how to use his own wheelchair. So he's just sort of sitting there, and uh, the asshole producer's like, I gotta get out of here, <laughs> and he edges around the guy in the wheelchair, runs out into the hall, and kind of runs smack into the host of the show, mm-hmm. who looks at him and's like, Roar? <laughs> I hated you when I was alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm dead, I hate you more, and I'm gonna eat you. And he's like, ah! And she chases after him. Which, you know, you got to think that she loved that. Oh, yeah. They, they were like, all right, you know, do you want to play yourself in a TV series where the first thing, the first thing that happens to you <laughs> is that you are eaten by zombies and the second thing that happens to you is that you are a zombie? I'm sure that she was like, yes, I, I will do this Sign thing, me up. And you don't even have to pay. She, oh, I'm sure she said they, they'd pay her. Yeah. Uh, uh, she, I did uh, read that uh, she was really bruised the next day. She oh. had a great time. Um, and that she based her chasing him running style after the liquid Terminator from Terminator 2. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. So he runs into a room and he slams the door shut. And he turns around and there's Peppa. <laughs> Standing there screaming. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> God, I hate you. And like she like runs over to him for comfort. And he's like, "Get off my suit!" <laughs> Don't and, touch me. And the yeah. host is on the other side of the window going, "Rah!" Yeah. And it's just uh, that's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. And then, um, unfortunately for poor Kelly, um, the the zombie that's in, in the room with her uh, comes at her. And she runs, and she ends up inside the confession booth. What do they call that for Big Brother? Is it confessional? And <laughs> now this is luckily these are zombies who don't know how to use doors or any kind right. of mechanism because she goes into this booth through the access door and like slams it, and he like pats on the door, but he can't right. get in. So then she opens the interior door into the house. And she steps in, and they're like, oh, that's what it is. That's why I've been sitting, because we have a new house guest. 
And here she is. She's covered in blood. Yeah. She's got scissors in one hand. Blood-covered scissors in one hand. She's very shell-shocked. You can tell that she's not having a great time. And they're all like, well, what's your deal? What's going on? How are you? And she's just like, I have seen things. They're in here. They're here. They're in the building. They're like, who's in the building? Yeah, she's playing She's playing the pronoun game. Yeah. And, um... And she's starting to talk to them. Now, admittedly, admittedly, um, she is traumatized. Mm-hmm. So her being, you know, so what happened was, right. is I came to work today, and these series of events occurred, and this right. is where we are now. That's not going to happen. But this show kind of paints the, the, the contestants inside the house as being just genuinely awful. Right. And so they're all just like, Oh, what is she a muter? You know, yeah. just, they're really just being terrible. Or like, to men- her. is she mentally ill? And like, they're they're like literally like, hang on, she could be. They could have put a mentally ill like how brave to put a mentally ill person on Big Brother. Yeah. And uh, and the one guy, I think his name is like Stony or something. Like the normal one, mm-hmm. he's like, wait a minute, she's saying some really weird stuff, right? And but she's also, in, you know, in, in fairness to these guys, she's acting very odd because mm-hmm. there's a window and it's a one-way window, right? And she's up against it, and she can hear, she can, ten, you know, I think she can hear him. She can tense him. The zombie on the other side of the window, right? And she keeps saying that they're on the other side. The other, there's, there's one outside, and um, and she tells them what happened that they're, you know, people are are, are you know, coming back from the dead. They're, they're they die and they come back and and they're killing people and they're like. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. And so the muscle guy, the uh, footballer, he's over by one of the doors. And it's a door that actually does open. Yeah, it's a fire exit. And she's like, stay away from that door. She goes, I will stab you if you go through that door, if you open that door. And he's like, really? And if he opens the door, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and closes it. And she's like, don't do that again. And he's like, really? And he opens the door and gets attacked by a zombie. Yeah, the zombie bursts through. <laughs> The black lady gets bit on the knee mm-hmm. or ankle or something. And Kelly decides to, you know, upgrade her melee weapon. Oh, yeah. And so she grabs a fire extinguisher and bashes the zombie's head in in and front of everyone. And this is not one of those little red fire extinguishers. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that are like, what, a foot and a half long maybe. Or maybe, what, five inches around. No, no. This is one of the big industrial metal, you know, clubs that's mm-hmm. probably what three feet long about a foot around and she's just bashing his head in and they're all screaming and she just kind of looks at him and goes the head <laughs> you have to destroy you have the to brain destroy the you, have to, you, have to, you have to get him in the head and that's the end of the first episode yeah. and as far as as far as a zombie show which actually has a fairly fairly small budget they did a really mm-hmm. good job with using you know the a lot of their budget I guess went into building the Second Big Brother space, right. but uh, they—it's a pretty, pretty effective show. Right. This is not the first time you and I have watched this show. No, right? so, I watched it four years ago or something. Yeah, it's been out for a while, but it's also a, a relatively unknown show here in the U.S. Right. Uh, for and again, the reason that it doesn't have quite the same pull in terms of in terms of the fan base mm-hmm. here, Big Brother doesn't have the same kind of thing. Um, it's a very popular show, I understand here. Yeah, but uh, not the same uh, for the UK or a lot of other a lot of other countries. But it's 
uh, it's fun. I mean, it's mm-hmm. if you if you have ever worked uh, on a television show or a film, you mm-hmm. know, behind the scenes stuff um, is entertaining at the beginning. The personalities, um, the, the the kind of the cattiness, and, mm-hmm. and we've never seen any of that in a film set before. No, except for that. That one time, and that other time, and then that every other time, and that other time, yeah. But but still, you have a good time. But it's also uh, a it's a good quality zombie kind of ex, mm-hmm. you know the zombie takeover is happening now. The the zombie apocalypse is here. My biggest problem with this show is I'm gonna it, it, it's been several years since I've seen it, but. I have distinct memories of not liking anybody inside the house. Mm. So I'm a little concerned. Yeah. Well, here's the... I always... It's always so weird to me how the different... If you look at the different... The way zombies are handled in different parts of the world. Oh, sure. I always think uh-huh. that's very strange. America is... It's very like... We always get really like existential about it like who is the the threat who is the real enemy oh sure right man's inhumanity to man mm-hmm. zombies zombies equal this horrible thing you know oh right yeah uh well of course the classic romero you know the the the, the consumerism aspect mm-hmm. the whole you know there's a reason it was set in a mall mm-hmm. and then there's uh you know i think like japan it's you know, always, I don't know, They their zombies are always really weird. And Australia's, they do this weird thing where they, like, stand around. Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm trying to think of ever, I, I can think of ever seen a specifically Australian I, I mean, zombie film. What's the one, Dead Alive? Oh, sure, yeah. That's, um, that's Australia. And, and it's one of those where, like, there's a zombie over there. Oh no! What will I do? Are either one of us going to move at any moment? No, I guess not. Like you know, I remember watching like that, and there's another one that was really crazy. Uh, well, its name I can't remember right now. That's set in some small little town mm-hmm. uh, where it's like that. Like you, the zombies run to the room, and the people are all on this side of the room, and the zombies are on that side of the room, and everybody stands there and looks at each other for like five seconds. Hmm. And you know. I don't know. Like it's interesting to watch the way that that every country does their zombies. Differently. Oh yeah. Well, and of course, the zombie. Twenty eight days later, of course, was in many ways a revival of the zombie genre, um, mm-hmm. and of course, it was a British film, but it was also it also kind of walked a fine line in that the characters in twenty eight the the monsters in twenty eight days. The monsters in Twenty Eight Days Later, a weren't actually zombies. Mm-hmm. They were they were infected, but they weren't dead. <clears throat> they weren't the undead, right? And it was another film where the where the humans. It was kind of the template in many ways for the Walking Dead TV show, because the humans are the real monsters. The the, the zombies are an inconvenience because mm-hmm. um, they're all going to eventually starve to death. That right. was one of the things like they found the. In 28 Days Later, they talk about when they get to the really sucky part of the movie. Yeah. Um, the Chris, Christopher Eccleston? Christopher Eccleston, yeah. He says, nobody's coming to help us. They're going to wait. They're going to wait like another month. 
You guys realize we're on an island, right? (laughs) (laughs) But it was also, you know, it was a template of the humans as the villain, the military as the villain Mm -hmm. in many ways. Although that's appeared in other other genre films more than once, obviously. But it's, you know, those, it was kind of the invention of the quote-unquote fast zombie. Now, fast zombies have appeared Mm -hmm. in other stuff before. Um, but we have the idea there's the Romero slow-moving zombie, which, but though, so some of Romero's zombies were fast-moving. It just depended mm-hmm. on what on what story he was telling. And, of course, there's the um, the Night of the Living Deads, where you had the, the fast, you know, well, you yeah. had the zombies who had memories or, or acted like they had memory. Zombie stories tend to work better when they're about something, mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest. And so a show like this, where it's about, it's about the big brother house and the people in it mm-hmm. but now with zombies right <laughs> and well, now with more dead people yeah. yeah but also i think that it's it's more about like because more than one time in this episode it showed the zombies like watching the monitors yeah like, intently watching the monitors we'll, of the people I, in the I, big brother house. i think i think I think as we talk about this show more, we'll also talk a little bit more about some of the subtext of what comes through. Because yeah. it comes through quite a bit of that later in the, as the show progresses. There is a subtext to the show. The show is about something, um, in, in, a, in a way. But it, it's, it's entertaining. If you have not seen it, we definitely, I would definitely check it out. Um, as much as we have described it tonight with what happened, while this has been spoilery, it's still something that, if this is the first time you're seeing it, you'll still get a lot more out of it than what we talked about. So... Um, that's what we're going to do for the next few weeks. Right. We're so your, about... your assignment uh, for next week yes. is to watch Dead Set episode number one. Yes. That we've just completely spoiled for you. And Dead Set episode number two. And Dead Set we... episode number two so that when we come back next week to talk about it, you'll have yeah. you'll have watched it. And you can go along with us. Listen to us uh, uh, analyze it deeply. Mm-hmm. Or nitpick it to TV. <laughs> nitpick it. <laughs> I don't, know, yeah, I don't know about how much we analyze stuff as much as we just sit here and complain. We and poke it. it until it stops moving. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so that's what we're going to do. So thank you for listening, folks. We'll be back next week with more Dead Set and more Zompocalypse Now. We, of course, thank you for listening, and we do hope that you will share the show with people. Yes. Let people know that we are, if you enjoy it, uh, then please tell other people that they should listen to us, too. Like and, and subscribe and find us on Facebook. And all those things. Follow us on Twitter. And... We will do better. We will do better on right. promoting the show on Twitter. We are not good at it. Uh, you are better at I than I am, and you're not good at it right I'm now. I'm bad at it. And I'm worse than you are, so we have to fix that. Mm-hmm. But thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Tim. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio, copyright 2018, by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. This is Sci-Fi For Me Radio. 